Hey, what's going on? This is The Convo. I'm Norm, along with Mike, who's super sleepy, just finishing one podcast into another. It is Sunday, October 16th, 2022. The Maple Leafs, 2-1 in their first week of play. And, yeah, lamenting another injured goaltender in Matt Murray. He's going to be gone for some time. The fan base expected it. Michael, good morning. Good morning. I'm sleepy because, uh, thank, uh, un, uh, um, unceremoniously, the... Uh, uh, go train. Uh, the, there's a lot of construction wow. on, the, on the go train, and they're only doing uh, uh, Lakeshore West once an hour. I missed. I missed the train on Thursday, um, right after the game, and didn't get on the train until 11:45, right. and, and so I didn't get home until quarter after two last night. I caught that the fucking train. train is filled with lunatics at midnight too. Oh yeah, and all their shot at the. All the vomit, vomit all over the floor, and and you know, and uh, and last night, last night I got the early train, and it was stopped for a half an hour uh, before Oakville because they were waiting for another train to come the other way. So you know, uh, go train, get your get your shit in order. Um, okay, um, and you were at the game last night, so I was at I was at both games. I was at the opener, and I was at the uh, the game against the first battle of Ontario, but. All the drama, Norm, really unfolded uh, before. And it's. I always feel like that, you know, I, I cursed things by actually thinking about something and bringing it up. Because I tweeted something in the morning because um, the, there was video out there on Friday night of Eric Shalgren getting bowled over yeah. by a uh, Rochester Americans defenseman, Ethan Prow. And he left the game and Dylan Ferguson replaced him. And at that point, they didn't know the health status of Eric hmm. Um, If you look at the Leafs' depth chart, they've got a lot of goaltenders. But, but with the exception of Shalgren, Wall, Joseph Wall, who's hmm. re- recovering from offseason shoulder surgery, and, the dra- and 2022 draft pick Dennis Hildeby, who's playing over uh, with Faria Stad in the SHL. Uh, uh. The only two healthy, the only two goaltenders they had were Murray and Samsonov, and I'm like, okay, God forbid if something happens to one of these guys, they're you know they're because they have no cap space, they're 50 contracts. What's what's going to happen? And this plays out because Matt Murray, as I'm tweeting something out in the morning at the morning skate, he skates off the ice. Nobody knows what's going on. Um, you know, in the in the uh, after the morning skate, Sheldon Keefe's like, "Well, he might play tonight, but we don't know. We're just checking out everything." And then come to find out, it's an adductor injury, which yes. groin groin hip area, and he's out for a minimum of four weeks. Now, hey, Mike, real quick, you type yeah. into Google Matt Murray injury. The answer is which one? Matt Murray injury. It's yes, yeah, no. Um, but but this is the thing. Matt Murray played well. I didn't think he was responsible for any of the goals in the loss to Montreal. I know some people think the second goal was pretty bad. I thought he played well. Right. Um, they lost that game because Justin Hall has a, had a brain cramp, pinching in with 35 seconds left to go in the third period in a tie game, which is something you don't do. Now, that being said, Hall played better on Thursday in the game against Washington, and he got the game-winning goal uh, yesterday. So Game-winning goal scorer, trade bait, Justin yeah. Hall. But – the goaltending is the focus now, and Samsonov was 
I think he struggled early against his old team. Apparently some of his former teammates, his Russian teammates were sort of like getting under his skin during TV timeouts. He was much calmer yesterday. I think he played better and they're going to have to rely on him because, you know, it's, I don't think they're going to play Eric Schalgren a ton of games. It was going to be a 50, 50 split between Murray right. and, and, and Sam Sonoff. Now it's going to be Sam Sonoff, probably 75, 80%. But Mike, he's got to be excited. He's got to be super excited for this. I mean, a bit nervous, but super excited. Well, this is an opportunity for him. Right. I, I, I know that I talked about the, the, the goaltending situation. There are some people who said, you know, he signed here because he knew Matt Murray would get hurt and he wouldn't. Be <laughs> you know, and that, that I, I don't know if that's the case, but I, I do. I do think that he now has an opportunity to take the job. Um, and, you know, Murray's going to be out. Until that's where high too, Mike, you know that. Now, the, Murray's going to have the opportunity, or, or, or Samsonov's going to have the opportunity of the next 10 games mm -hmm. where he's probably going to play eight of them. And if he wins like five or six of them, then, you know, he might get a, a larger chunk of the of the games once Murray does come back. I still think that once Murray comes back, they're going to split it 50-50. You know, they're going to want to mitigate any chances of right. Murray getting hurt again. Um, but I think when the playoffs roll around, Murray is going to be the guy that starts. Well, we'll let's wait and see. Mike, let's just wait and see. He lasted, what, one game and a practice? Like, we, we, we don't know. Uh, on Samsonov, or is it Samsonov? I had it. Uh, Are you guys going to yell at me if I say Samson? no? No, no. I, I I had it clarified yesterday. It's Samsonov, but I've heard it's Samsonov. So, so Samsonov is way more pretentious. Let's just get down to the brass tacks. Yeah. Here's the thing about Samsonov. Okay, so 44 games last year, roughly half a season. I think based on his evolution as a player and him getting better at what he does and coming to Toronto, um, even if it. I mean, it, theoretically, it wasn't supposed to happen. He can take on more of a load. I mean, this is what, for fourth fourth season uh, mm -hmm. in, in the NHL. So 50, 55 games if need be. I mean, he's getting paid well, and he's put himself in position with this play, and now obviously um, forced into a position with Matt Murray being injured. Hopefully this guy can take the puck and run with it, if you know what I'm saying. Well, if he doesn't, the Leafs are in trouble because, um, you know, they they essentially need him to be slightly above average. I mean, the, I think one thing you've noticed in the three games, with the exception of the mm -hmm. Justin Hall pinch, um, defensively, they, they, they've been fairly responsible. And that's good. That's what yeah. we want, right? That's, yeah. that's That was a key thing to the to the Maple Leafs and, and the – you know, the transformation of the defensive group over the last few years become more responsible. And if the first three games are any indication of that, you know, it's it's off to a good start. There are other things about this team that we would like to see improved upon. Right. Yeah, it's it's not all on the blue line. It's the defense, it's the it's the forwards right kicking in and, and, and contributing defensively. And that's one of the reasons why now you have, you know, your third and fourth lines are primarily defensive lines that are checking right. That, that can score on occasion, but, you know, when you have Kerfoot, Engvall, and Yarncroak, and you have Abi Kubel, Aston Reese, and uh, and Kampf, those are checking lines. Right. Do you, super small sample size, just three games, three goals a game. Are we going to see more of this? Fewer goals, tighter defense, less thrilling hockey potentially, unless you get into a position where, you know, goals being scored late or there's a big play being made. But 
Um, are, do you think it's possible we could see less of uh, just this scoring bonanza and just that focus more on responsible three zone, 200 foot hockey? I think right now the reason that their production is at three goals a game is because their power play hasn't been particularly good. I mean, 0 for 4 against right. uh, Montreal. Um, they, you know, they were okay uh, against Washington last night. They they get the the go ahead goal from uh, Nealander on the power play in the in the third period, but really it's not clicking in all cylinders. I, I now and the thing is, you know, you teams that you know going up against the the, the power play that was number one in the league last year. They're going to come up with new scenarios against Montreal. I saw them basically put two guys uh, on it, on Austin Matthews, following him or him around. It's like sort of like a box and one and hot. And it, Leafs also have to get going, Mike, sorry to interrupt you, but the Leafs also have to get going. This is something that formulates and seasons and gets better. Right. Or if you go back two seasons, it gets worse. Yeah. Well, yeah. In the, in the first half of the year, they were like 40, 35%. Right and they dropped off. They were more consistent last year, but this year, I mean, I, I just, I, maybe, maybe it was the fact that, that Tavares was out for most of training camp and he was a little, you know, a little rusty. Um, I just thought the, the passing wasn't as, yeah, there you go. He's the your leading scorer, by the way, and he's got himself a serial deal. Yeah. The passing wasn't as crisp, uh, not as crisp as a serial. Um, the, the passing was not as crisp as you would like it to be, but and that will that will come in time. But you have to also have to think that you know other teams will try to devise strategies to frustrate them and try to keep the puck away from Matthews. I see them trying to do like cross ice passes, and most times those don't, don't work when you have a, a disciplined uh, a penalty killing team. <laughs> yeah, I I, I should I, I actually should have bought some uh, uh, when I was up in Canada. I didn't uh, yesterday. I have no idea what it tastes like. Is it but frozen or is it uh, dehydrated blueberries or something? Or it's something like that. I we bought this last year. We bought yeah, this I last year. I boxes. open it and eat it on, on during the show. I, I have too many boxes of Josh Allen, uh, 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 you know, flakes or whatever the hell they are, they're selling in Buffalo. But I'll just say this. I mean, you know, you'll take two and one. Um, I know that everybody was up in arms after they lost to a hideous Montreal team who I think was, you know, they were psyched up because it was the opener of the season and, you know, Slavkovsky, the, the top pick in the draft, but they gave that game away. That game was, you know, it was not, uh, you know, Cole Caulfield, one goal was a, a rule. They blew that one, though. The Canadians were pretty hyped up. And, you know, the yeah, I know, but they get to running around in their own end late, and we're going to see more of that. Yeah, but the Leafs, the Leafs are, on paper at least, the better team, and they, I think they should have won that game. But, yeah, emotion, you know, carries forth when it's an opener. So, I mean, maybe now in Montreal go 1-81. and 81. And, and you would love to see that. This is the combo, Norm, along with Mike. Guys, thank you so much for all of your participation. Thousands and thousands and thousands of views and listens in our first month back. Be sure to go to HockeyBuzz.com and support Mr. Agello's work. We are sponsorless for this season. And I'm not asking for anything from you guys other than your devotion and your support. Uh, and uh, you coming back with regularity to watch what we do, take in our content, and dare I say, share our content to those who are either skeptical of us and don't know us. Uh, the least convo, baby. We're uh, rocking and rolling. Um, Mike, with Matt Murray being injured, 
there are some roster implications now. Kyle Dubas has some decisions to make. I mean, are these encouraging uh, decisions? Are these things that should excite him or are these things uh, that, you know, should concern him and, and by extension concern the rest of us? Well, I mean, they were right up against it to start the season. They, right. had, to, they had to carry 20 players. They're 50 they, contracts, Mike? There are 50 contracts. Yeah. Um, they had $4 in cap space before LTIR kicked in with Lilligren and, and Jordy Ben going on LTIR. Um, there was a doubt whether they were going to have 20 players. Uh, and Edmonton has already played with less than 20, so it's not unique to the Leafs situation. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, if Tavares hadn't been able to play on Wednesday, they would have had to go with a short lineup. Right. Um, now with Murray out, and Murray is out, like I said, the next 10 games and 24 days. So that's the middle of November. Right. Um, now they have the flexibility with LTIR of being able to call players up, and that especially be important after next uh, Thursday. They, they play Dallas. They play Arizona on Monday, Dallas on Thursday. Then they go on the road for five games for the rest of the month of October. They need you obviously need extra bodies in case of players getting ill or players getting hurt right. far away from home. Um, you know, they're likely Elliot Friedman um, mentioned it yesterday. They're likely going to call Nick Robertson up. You know, Nick Robertson was not sent to the minors because he didn't make the team. Right. He was sent to the minors because he was waiver exempt. Um, the interesting thing is Wayne Simmons. Wayne Simmons was waived. He was demoted, mm -hmm. but he didn't report. Um, he didn't. Yeah, he's, play. What, he's skating out, outside of the organization right now, isn't no, he? No, no, no. He's sk he's skating at Scotiabank Arena with some of the with some of the injured players. Is he really? I thought he yeah, was yeah, yeah. On the team. No, no, no. He's skate. He's skate. He, he was skating with Jordy Ben and Lilligren and Fraser okay. Minton at, at at SBA yesterday. Right. Um, but the problem is, is like he's a Marley, but he's he didn't play in the first two games of the Marley. Now maybe now that they have the room, they will call him up. He's got he's got to want to trade though, right? If he doesn't want to play. For the well, this, this is the thing that's and I, you know I have a lot of respect for Wayne Simmons. He's had a great career. Um, the report, and I think it was I actually think it was I think it was Elliot that reported. No, no, it was, it was Chris Johnson mm -hmm. said that. Wayne Simmons wants to play for a contender. Yeah, I I, I want to date with Jesse. You can't just declare that you want to play for a contender and go you to know, a contending team. And yeah, yeah, like I, I, you know, I, I want to date with Sarah McLaughlin too. Um, so so yeah, I mean, okay, that's that's great. But the problem, oh my is, God, that crush will never die, will it, the, Michael? The, the problem is, is that Wayne Simmons can't get from point A to point B like he did a few years ago, and he's practically a zero offensively. Now you know. Can he can he play physical? Yes. Can he can he fight when needs be? Yes. Is he a good team player? Of course he is. I'm just and no, the, I talk to people with the Flyers that uh, they're not interested. Um, so, I think with these stuff, but I do it on purpose because I know. Well, you know, but uh, but 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 the, the Flyers oh, aren't the Flyers aren't a contender. So the 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 chatter out there that he wants to play for a contender, no contender wants him. Right. They couldn't give them away. They, were, mm -hmm. they basically said, "We'll, you know, we, it doesn't matter what we're going to get in return. We'll, we'll move him because we respect him as a as a veteran player. We like, right. him, but he can't play for us." And 
They put him out there. They put him on waivers and nobody claimed him. So maybe is he the Robinson Cano of hockey. Is he just going to no, hang it around? No, because he didn't take steroids. Um, but uh, no, I just I just think that they'll they'll call him up because he's he's still part of this team and they still respected in that room. But once Lilligren comes back, once Jordy Ben comes back, once Murray comes back, and the you know then I think. Right. I think Simmons probably, you know, if they can trade him, yes. And if they can't, then either he's going to report to yeah. Myers or he, I don't know, does he retire? I, here, I don't Mike, know. Here, Mike, uh, Vepsis, at this point, Simmons might be better off to retire if he doesn't want to play in the AHL. And considering his family is there in Toronto, maybe the Leafs can provide him with a front office job after his hockey career is over. I mean, you mentioned that, Mike, and that does make sense. I would like to see Wayne Simmons drawn to the lineup for that game in Winnipeg next week, though. Yeah, well, yes. And, uh, I mean, I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that uh, some of the play, like Neil Pionk and uh, and Blake Wheeler, I'm sure I'm sure that, you know, there, there wasn't really any kind of comeuppance for what happened last year with uh, with Rasmus Sandin. Uh, y- yes, I, I, I do know that. Um, I do know that Sarah is single and I, I've made my 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 intentions quite known. So out there, you share the news with us, Mike, when, when it, when it finally happens, I'm curious to know that uh, I'll send you our listeners know who she is. I'll send you an invite when the wedding invitations go out. Awesome. Um, but, but, but no, this is, but I, I just, I, I think that, you know, this gives them a little bit of a flexibility uh, with Murray going on LTIR, that they can call up a few players and have a few extras around. Um, they, maybe they call up Victor Mete, and uh, you know because they they only care, are carrying six defensemen right now. I do I have I, I do say that I, I asked Sheldon Keith this yesterday about uh, Rasmus Sandin. He has played pretty well playing the right side. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he it helps to have a veteran guy like Giordano who has played well as well. Uh, and but they're they're really lumping a lot of minutes on Giordano more than I expected. I thought they were going to play 13, 14 minutes a, a night. He's playing 18, 19 minutes a night. Right. So they're they're sort of uh, limiting, you know, Sandine's exposure. But he's you know, Keith said he was you know, the, it's a period of adjustment, but he thinks he's played well and they're encouraged. Yeah, and uh, the the key here, Mike, is to just keep the train on the tracks. There are going there's going to be adversity. You, you are you are better because of adversity and when things are too smooth too light and breezy then you need to be suspicious look at the los angeles dodgers 111 wins the best team in baseball besides mikey's mike's yankees for for a couple of weeks and, and they're out of the playoffs like it just felt like it was it was just going to happen and that's it for them whereas you see teams like the phillies and you see teams like the padres having to wade through adversity and, and, and they're now moving through. I mean, will their run end? It's likely, but I mean, they've made it past some of these teams that have had kind of been, were able to coast with, with the Leafs, whether it's us drumming something up or something that's uh, based in a little bit more reality. There's always, there's always an occurrence. There's always an issue. There's always something that, you know, we can talk about, we can argue over uh, that the, the team will lament. It's just, it's just part of just part of the process. First week down, two wins, one loss, three goals a game. The top guys 
are all contributing. You're seeing some stuff from the defense. Um, they're they're limiting uh, ch- chances relatively well. We're on to the next week now, and if if they can, you know, win more than they lose in the next week, then you know the the mission will not be accomplished until they get through the playoffs and and put themselves in a position to win a championship. But again, it's just you know week to week, day to day, game to game, situation to situation. Well, perspective, Mike. I'm trying to add some perspective here, my friend. Well, the, I mean, the schedule and, okay, I'll say this and then I'll, I'll offer the caveat. The schedule gods were kind to them right. and the fact that the next game is against the Arizona Coyotes. That being well, said, hold on, Monday, that Monday, being said let me finish, let me finish. Yeah. That being said, this team has had a history yeah. of the teams that they should beat, they right. don't like Montreal. Right. So they better not like mail it in against the Coyotes because the Coyotes could you know, eat their lunch. Yeah. I like how you just stopped there because we've seen this happen before where the Leafs just play down to the competition or on one of those sleepy nights at Scotiabank arena. Um, we're, I don't know why we expect the team to do well when traditionally they don't, but it really just comes down to in a situation like that, d- developing within the game, you know, maybe something good happens within the game that will uh, transcend that game and, and um, you know, allow things to uh, unfold in a positive way in the in the in this ensuing games, Mike. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, just just with this group and, and what it's what it's capable of doing and what it's expected to do, you know, on paper, they're expected to to triumph. Um, unfortunately, you know, the opposite can happen, too. So if. If I'm a if I'm a betting guy, if I'm one of those people who wagers on games like that, and if the you know the expectation is the the Leafs are going to win it, I might throw some money down on Arizona because we've seen that kind of disappointment take shape um, in the past. What else do you want to get to here, Michael? Before we wrap her up, well, uh, you know, not to uh, not to say I told you so, and it's only two games. But anybody watching the second game of the doubleheader last night on Hockey Night in Canada got to saw got to see uh, Jack Campbell in his glory uh, give up four goals on eleven shots and get pulled uh, by Edmonton nine minutes into the first period. Um, I, I said on on the Buzzcast uh, there was an equal chance of Stuart Skinner stealing the job in Edmonton than Jack Campbell having success. And this, this is the thing. And people think, oh, I'm, you know, just like I'm anti-William Nylander, I'm anti-Jack Campbell. No, I li- like I like William Nylander as a player. I just don't think I don't I didn't like the contract situation, and I don't like his inconsistency. With Jack Campbell, I didn't like his durability. I didn't like his inconsistency, mm-hmm. and I didn't like the fact that he didn't really come up big in the playoffs. And I was against paying him five million dollars for five years. Is he an upgrade for Edmonton? Oh. Of course he is, because Edmonton had the worst goaltending tandem of any playoff team in the NHL last year, and that's including Toronto. They had Old Man Mike Smith and Miko the Civ Koskinen. Okay, so now now they have money. Were right. Sorry, Mike. If the money were right, would you take Samson off, ship him out, and bring Jack Campbell back? If the no. money were right, no, no. So you're happy he's in. Samson off. Samson off is on a one-year deal at one point eight million, and Jack Campbell is on a five-year. What I'm deal. saying is, if the money were right, if you could just su- supplant one with the other, would you? Would you bring that. Jack Campbell back? Would you rather have him here? I don't know. Like the unknown of Samson. Like, okay, two playoff series. 
Jack Ham. Now, is it a, is it is it a crime that you were out goaltended by Carey Price and Andre Vasilevsky? No, but he didn't make the big save when he needed to mm-hmm. in series that the Leafs had a chance to win. Is that a you know? I'm you know, I'm very happy for him that he got the big deal in Edmonton, and maybe he'll have a lot of success. There are a lot of people who supposedly know more bet more than I that are right. picking Edmonton to win the Stanley Cup. I don't think they're getting out of their division. I think Calgary is a better team. Um, but you know, I just think I that would have been a big mistake for the Leafs to sign Jack Campbell to a five-year deal. So I can't say Samson off hands down. No, it's two games. I'm not going to jump to that conclusion. I'm just saying that Campbell is an average goaltender. He played aver- below average after December 1st last year. Yeah. A good blast from the past. Holy yeah, there you go. Okay. And James Reimer, please. No, but uh, I just, you know, he played below average after December 1st. And I think that was in the, the, right. the team one in spite of him. You know, he had 19, he went 19, five and five after December 1st, his goals against was over three and the save percentage was under 900. That is the definition of a below average goaltender. So am I uh, upset that they moved on from him? No, I think I'm glad he got paid in Edmonton. Um, but I don't think he was an upgrade for Toronto. I think they right. needed to go a different direction. I still think Matt Murray, when he gets healthy, but the health is always going to be a question mark with Matt Murray. And it may, it may, their season may ride on Ilya Samsonov. We'll see. But right now, I, I don't think it was a mistake. You have to stay healthy, Mike. And yeah. If he well, goes, and if he goes down, it's, it's by committee, by scrubs. Well, Back I mean, stopping one of the best teams in the NHL. And yeah. it could still happen. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. I mean, if if Samsonov goes down, then they're they're really in trouble because you know uh, Eric Schalgren, I don't think can carry the mail for a long period of time. OG's Converse, you think the Leafs fall to the Coyotes at Scotiabank Arena on Monday? Is this game setting up to be another major disappointment, or will they just put these fucking guys away and just blast them and then you know break out offensively, win five six one? What would that tell you if they could do something along those lines? We don't see that that often, right? The Leafs tend to play down to the competition, eking eking out the win most of the time. But it's it's never a win and a game and an event that is satisfactory. You know, we don't get satisfaction out of it. We we complain about it. It would be nice to see the Leafs have a satisfactory win against the team they should pummel. It remains to be seen. In the meantime, plenty of content on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Leafs Convo. Like this post. Subscribe to the channel. Mike and I are doing this weekly, not only for us, but for you too. Be sure to get over to hockeybuzz.com. Give Mr. P um, all the... Why did I call you Mr. P? Uh, Michael P. <laughs> Give Michael P. Hodgello of Chicktawaga, New York, United States... <laughs> Canada, USA, everywhere. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm Mr. P when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> Sorry. Does of course that you are, Mike. Of, co- of course you are, buddy. Oh, Brig. Um, yeah, I'm trying to close this out here. Show Mike support. We, we, he loves the love. He loves love. Mike loves love. Uh, and uh, again, doing what he does and getting the information that he does and, uh, you know, just being out there does require a foundation of of people who give a f- 
flying frig uh, and 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 we and we know <laughs> you do um yeah and who, who knows we might throw a sneak show into the mix during the week so that's the good thing about being subscribed to the channel you'll get a notification and you may have to wait an hour or two before we f you know mike finishes his fee and we get in here and do our thing but rest assured we certainly will mike do the yankees hang on in this series or is it over I think it's over. I mean, they may. They, Garrett Cole probably has to pitch a complete game today, and then they go. Then they go to a game five in New York, when which shouldn't. You know, they should. They should have beaten the punchless Guardians, but they can't. They they can't. Um, and and now you know they get extended to game five, and even if they win that, then they play the Astros fully rested. So unless Justin Verlander is not fully rested after you know uh, taking care of Kate Upton um but Rob, anyway. will you we stop with the references here I mean all your dream women um as long as the P is blue my oh, that's his wife I'm not dreaming about her okay well look at in order I want the Padres to win if not the Padres the Phillies and then the Yankees are third on my list I, I want anybody other than the Astros right. any notice I haven't worn the other hat since that debacle last yeah week. You should. Uh, yeah, we, we, we better get out of here. For Mike, I'm Norm. Talk to you in about a week's time, guys. Bye.